She looked older than most of the puppets allowed their wives to look. It had been a while since Max had been in a room with a woman who had a few grey hairs. Max had been given the chance to carry out only a few days' surveillance, but during that time he'd heard Dern call her Matty when they were alone. Max guessed her name to be Matilda. We've been compromised, she said. I ran out of my room straight into this one, and I suppose you all did too. A sorcerer has found us. Shit! One of the men frowned at Max. You're an arbiter, aren't you? Max nodded. And you're the ones who run the agency. Feel free to sit down. None of them did. Max kept his attention on the one he'd identified as the boss. He'd recovered faster than the other men, but he wasn't as calm as the woman. She was one to watch too. It wasn't clear exactly where she was in the hierarchy, but she was one of the most trusted of the inner circle. For the past week, Max had been watching three rooms, including the one they sat in, using the same scrying beetles Ekstrand had sent into the chapter building to see what happened to those within. He would have preferred an opportunity to thoroughly brief Ekstrand before coming through, but the sorcerer had been unavailable. Petra had said it was because he was at war with the Sorcerer of Mercia, which was clearly demanding. But Max agreed with the gargoyle's appraisal. Ekstrand was actually only remotely useful one day a week. As they'd arranged outside, the gargoyle sat behind Dern to identify him for Ekstrand. How dare you break in, Dern said. How dare... He stopped when a burning line described a doorway and the stone wall and a way opened out onto the nether. Mr. Ekstrand strode through, wearing his black suit, cape, and top hat. As it had been when speaking with the puppet, and at the Rosa party in Aquaisulis, his face was obscured. He pointed at the group with the silver tip of his cane as the doorway returned to stone behind him. Sit down. They complied. I am the Sorcerer Guardian of Wessex, and now the owner of this agency, and the information contained within its walls. Operations will continue as they always have, but I will be informed of all decisions made outside of the day-to-day running, and will veto any I disagree with. You will not, Dern said. We're outside of the Heptarchy, and a long way from your domain. You have no right to do this whatsoever. Ekstrand smiled. As you so rightly point out, you are outside of the Heptarchy and indeed outside any recognised domain. Therefore, you have no protection from any third party so I can do as I please. I don't care if this upsets you, and I have no interest in what you may think your rights are. You are parasites, living off the phase puppets, and have no moral high ground to speak of. And what if I refuse? Mr. Dern, Ekstrand sighed. I understand that you and your employees use fey magic here on a daily basis. I am quite certain the fey are unaware of how you profit from this, and indeed how you profit from their own puppets without any tithe paid. It's a common courtesy you failed to extend to them. I'm sure they would be fascinated to learn of your existence. If you have no interest in working for me, 
then I will simply open a way to the royal court in Exilium and introduce you to the king and queen personally. Dern opened his mouth to speak, but the tallest man leaned across the table. Better to deal with a sorcerer than a fae, Geoffrey. Dern looked at Matilda, who met his gaze and nodded slowly. He's right. You need to discuss terms. Those are simple, Ekstrand said. I have no interest in money, so you don't have to worry about that. I just want access to all of the files on the puppets you hold here, and to have any questions answered. For now, Dern replied. Yes, for now, Ekstrand nodded. I may want more in the future, but I can be certain I'll never want a share in your profits. It can't be that simple, the woman said.